0: It's Chris Gilmore. We are back in the studio and firstly, I am going to apologize. I It has literally been months since we have recorded a podcast. So I do apologize for all our listeners. I know we have been a little bit quiet on the podcast front, but we've been super busy in the business and you know, obviously coronavirus is still around and stuff like that. So we've just been really busy really, that's the only excuse, but I am committed to punch out an episode a week minimum from here on now until the run into Christmas. So sit back, tune in, and make sure you share this podcast. I want to get the ratings higher up on Google. Today's podcast is going to be... It's a real estate podcast for today, so for you listeners that are wondering what's going on in our, in our life today, it's going to be just strictly real estate because I think this topic today is quite important. It's, it's current with what's going on and there's a lot of people that want to get moved before Christmas. So I have come up with the five reasons, the five top reasons why a house is isn't selling now it depends where you are in the world where you're listening right now but in our queensland australia market the real estate market right now it is hot to trot like we are selling homes literally while we are taking the photos we sold a property at 28 regal street while we were taking the photos with the photographer, I brought a buyer through the property sold then and then that night for well above the asking price uh, because they had missed out on four other properties. So, you know, great result. She was 82 years old and she's like, Chris, I just want really simple And that's the sort of money I want. And I'm like, look, I think we'll smash that. And uh, we absolutely did. So if you follow us on Facebook, you would have seen the photo of our little old Elaine, the 82-year-old. But the top five reasons why your home isn't selling. First one is the agent you've chosen. This is super important when you come to the market. Is, you know, everyone has different skill sets. You know, not every vehicle you buy is the same. You know, some are cheap. Some are expensive, some are higher quality than others. It's like anything that you purchase in the world. You pay for what you basically get. Now, what you wanna do is you wanna make sure that you've picked an agent that is on the ball, someone that is committed to selling your property, someone that is actually really good at talking to people. That's the biggest thing, you know? It's like someone said to me yesterday, Chris, we don't have a real estate agent to sell a home because I could do that. And I'm like, absolutely. A home sells itself. There is no words that I can use in order to convince or make someone buy a property that they don't like. However, we can assist them and the two roles of a real estate agent is marketing and negotiating. That is the two key roles that a real estate agent should be highly skilled in. So if you've chosen an agent based on commission because they were cheap, you think you're saving some money. What you need to understand is that agent's probably underskilled and you know, can't press a buyer for that extra five or $10,000. So even though you might've saved $2,000 in commission, you probably just lost five in the actual sale price. So they've actually cost you more, okay? So never base your decision based on commission. Pick an agent that's got results, you know? Now it doesn't matter if they don't have results in that particular area or that suburb because selling a property, no matter where, it's pretty much the same principle. It does come down to marketing and it does come down to negotiation and how good they are. So if you're on the market and you've got the other four tips that I'm gonna tell you all correct, then that could be your reason why your home's not selling in the current market. So agent is the number one. The second one is the presentation. In 2020, buyers are more picky than ever before. They want to be buying a brand new home. Even if you have a 35-year-old home, they expect it to be brand new. That is just the consumer of 2020. They're fast, they want speed, and they want the best of everything. So they can show it off on the gram when they bring people around, when you're allowed to have guests at your home, they want to show it off. But their expectations are just so much higher than what we've had or experienced in the past so presentation plays a massive massive role in how quick your home will sell and how much you can actually achieve so again the agent should be giving you some tips but simply if you just go onto google and just type in how to present your home for sale then you'll get a bucket load of lists there on ideas and things to help. But let's start off. Depersonalize. Now, when we say depersonalize, it doesn't mean pull every single photo off the wall in your, your wedding photo or your kids' photos. You know, If your home is being pitched to a family, they want to see family photos because they want to know that a really nice family has been living in that home as well too. They want to see themselves having a nice life and, and happy in the photos and the memories that they're going to make in that particular home. So it doesn't mean that you have to completely decentralize or de your entire home like if you can have family photos up and around now if you got excessive I would then try and keep it minimal make sure Everything is clean and tidy. Like the buyers are gonna open the cupboard of doors. They're gonna look in your wardrobes. They're gonna look in all the pot drawers in the kitchen. Your home is on the market. They're gonna look at absolutely everything. So make sure it is super clean. Windows, window tracks, curtains, air conditioners, fans. That's a big one that I always see a lot of homeowners miss is they, they just don't simply dust their fans. So, so it's just a little stuff like that. Make sure your gardens well manicured. You don't want an overgrown garden where they think it's just so much work. People don't have the time for work. They want perfection. They want a home that they can simply just move into and unpack. And if you deliver that when your home is on the market, you will sell your home so much faster than your competition and you will receive a higher sale price simply just by cleaning your home. So, so simple. Now, if you can't be bothered doing it or you're too busy, just get a bong cleaner in. Doesn't need to be an actual bond clean, but you know anything between four to eight hundred dollars for a really good scrub of the home from a cleaner, it will be one of the best investments you can make. But remember, depersonalize only a little bit, not over excessive. Any junk or clutter, hide it in the cupboards, pack them. I always tell my sellers just jam pack your your garage full of furniture or excessively oversized furniture just to you know if you've got buffets down hallways and stuff like that, get rid of them get them out of the way, make sure that every room is accessible, nice and open, and easy to get to for the buyers. So that's number two. So the first one is agent. Number two is presentation. Now, number three is a big one. Now, this unfortunately is one that you cannot change. You cannot change the position of the property. Unfortunately, it's too hard to just pick up the house, turn it left or right, or put it on a complete different block and not on a main road. Position, it is what it is. Okay, so that's why your other tips are so important to get right, because you want to eliminate things where buyers are going to see that, you know, could be roadblocks in in purchasing your home. But position, unfortunately, it's one that we can't change. The real estate agent can't change it. You, the homeowner, you can't change that. So you've just got to make do. But remember, if you brought your home in that position, there is going to be another buyer out there that will also like that same position. You could be on a busy road. Some people like that. Some people back onto train lines. They like that. You know, it doesn't phase them. You know, there is always going to be a buyer for your home. But the third tip or reason why your home isn't selling is position. But unfortunately, we can't change it. So look, it's like the weather. Don't worry about it. We can't change it is what it is on the day. If it's sunny or if it's raining. Now your home is where it is. Can't change it. Number four, marketing. Big one. This is a big one. This is where a lot of homeowners go completely wrong. They try to save some money. They don't want to put it on the internet or they don't believe it should cost them money to put it on the internet. Well, unfortunately, it costs you money to go to the doctor and then the doctor gives you the prescription on how to get better to fix uh, the flu or to whatever's wrong with you. And what do you do? You go to the chemist and you buy the medicine. Marketing is this same analogy, okay? The real estate agent is the doctor prescribing to you as the expert what you need to do or where you need to place your ad for your home to get the most amount of eyeballs because you do not want to undersell your home if a buyer never saw your home, okay? A really good example, So if I was to say to you, what is the number one selling hamburger in the world? What would you say? Top of mind, everyone's probably gonna say the Big Mac from McDonald's. And you're absolutely correct. The Big Mac is the number one selling hamburger in the world. Now, Is it the number one or is it the best tasting hamburger in the world? Now, 2 a.m. on a a wild night out, it probably is, but then you pay for it two hours later. But it's not the best tasting. What is it? It is the best marketed. So it's not about being the best of everything. It's about who can market their home the best, because your home is in competition with every other home that is on the market. Now, you might think there is no other homes on the market similar to yours, but there will be in surrounding suburbs. You know, buyers are not just searching in one suburb. They're gonna look 5, 10K radius from your property. So your property is in competition. So what you need to do to make sure that you can sell your home faster Get as many eyeballs on that as possible. So a lot of people, they try to shortcut things, you know. An agent walks in, oh, we don't need to do this and we don't need a floor plan. Oh, you don't need video. No one watches video. Or the homeowner goes, oh, I don't look at videos when I see them online. Well, guess what? the stats show us that the buyers are looking for properties that have video. This is another engagement. This keeps them on your home longer. It was an amazing that that's just come out from realestate.com during coronavirus was the Matterport 3D tour. Now it's always been there. We actually have the same camera. We've had it for 10 years and I think during COVID when all the lockdowns throughout the world, I think there was a 900 times more engaged with properties that had that. Now the world has changed. 2020 has completely changed the world, especially in marketing. So it's quite interesting. It's people might say, we don't do that. We don't look at that. Yeah, but that's just you. That's not the entire world or the entire general public. You know, So you don't want to miss any opportunity. So marketing is number four. Why your home might not be selling is because it's being under-marketed. You've tried to save a couple of dollars in, in the marketing. Now, marketing, a lot of people say, Chris, how much should a marketing campaign cost? Really, it depends where you want to put it and what the agent can offer you. Some agents can't offer you absolutely everything, but a really, a top agent, someone that's an expert in their field, a typical marketing campaign should cost anywhere from two up to $8,000, depending on the suburb and where you live and the value of your home. So what is number five? It's the biggest one. This is pretty much the biggest roadblock on why homes are not selling, especially in this market. If your home is not selling in this market, there is a really high chance this is the mistake that you are making and that is price. Price fixes everything, guys. This is it, price. This is the number one. I was going to start with price, but I left it to the end because I know you're gonna keep listening and that's what you want to know. What is the number one reason why most homes don't sell? Is it the agent? No, it's not. Is it the presentation? No, it's not. Is it the position? No, it's not. Is it the lack of marketing? No, it's not. Price is the number one reason why homes do not sell. Now, in a hot market, prices are going up. It could be hard for you to price your home. In a downturn market like that we've just been in, prices go down, so how do you price your home? It's pretty simple. If you engage the right agent who is an expert at selling properties, they're gonna have the right method that's going to attract the amount or the most amount of eyeballs on your property, okay? However, the buyers are not stupid, and I can give you an actual fact actual fact, there was just actually two days ago. I was down on the Gold Coast. I'm looking for another beach house to purchase. And I was, uh, I viewed a property at Palm Beach. The agent has this particular property on the market, it's, it's on the beach down at Palmy, and it had no price on it, which does not bother me. I'm in the market, I'm going to look at it. So those people that say with no price, people don't look at it, Look, like if a serious buyer is in the market, they're gonna look at it, they're going to inquire. And that's what I did. When I rang the agent, I said, look mate, what sort of level are the owners looking at? And he gave me a rough figure and I said, look, I can see now why it's been on the market for 483 days. And he said, oh, you're well-researched. And I said, absolutely, I am. And I said, look, does your seller know that the actual unit underneath that is fully renovated, just sold for $660,000? And he's like, absolutely, we've you know, we've told him this and blah, blah, blah. You know, just going through the entire thing. And I said, So why are your owners chasing over seven hundred? Well, look, they're barristers, they don't need to sell it. You know, it's a holiday rental, they've owned it for thirty-five years. And I said, Okay, that's fine. Now, we've made the decision not to make an offer because it's overpriced. I want to buy it, but I'm not certainly paying well over the market value for that particular property because I know by the time I add my stamp duty of $26,000, and then I'm going to have to probably pour around $100,000 into it. Now, that I'm not over-exaggerating. I'm talking 35 years untouched. It still has the same cooktop and the same oven 35 years later. So it would be a full gut job. Now, if I was to purchase it at seven hundred thousand plus add another hundred, that's I'm now eight hundred thousand into that property. When the exact same unit below, one level below, same size, everything, but renovated, sold only six months ago for six sixty, then I would be overpaying for that property. Buyers are not stupid; we are well researched. Every buyer is well-researched. If that owner decides or their level of motivation does change and it comes back down, or I see it back on the market, it offers over 650 or somewhere, you know, where I think is more reasonable for a property like that, I'm going to buy it instantly. That's how simple it is. So they have a buyer for that particular unit, but I'm not going to pay at the expectation or the level that they think it's worth. I am the market. We determine what that property is actually worth. Other homes selling or other units selling around you also predetermined. So as a real estate agent, it really, this is one big thing that shits me, especially in the areas where I dominate or where I'm an expert in right? And I see another agent who's got really shit marketing. They've put it on at the complete wrong price and they've undersold the property. That affects every other homeowner. That affects every other home that's on the market because buyers are going to say, well, that one had all this and it's just sold for that. Why did they let it go at that? So as a, as a good real estate agent, you need to understand, well, they will need to understand, you know, what's going on in the market and what in particular happened in that particular sale so they can get that around the, uh, with the buyers, but you price it right, you're gonna create competition. So do not start too high. You're better off actually starting quite low, generating more competition, generating more uh, buyers and more inquiry on that property because you will never undersell a property. I have never undersold a property or given a home away. It doesn't happen. If I was to put a home on the market a 100,000 less, I guarantee it would probably go up 120,000 because the level of competition that's gonna be driven into that property is only going to increase the sale price anyway. So you will never undersell, but you can overprice your home and you're gonna lose your best buyer, potentially even just in the first couple of weeks or really prime example, just like the unit that I went and looked at at Palm Beach it had been on the market for 483 days. And I can get all that information. The general public can get all that information. And then that also affects the sale price because I know every single other person in the last 483 days has also thought it's been overpriced. So don't be an unrealistic seller. So Chris's top five reasons why your home is not selling in 2020. Number one, agent. Number two, presentation. Number three, position. Number four, marketing and the lack of it. And number five, price. You get all those five things right, you'll have a successful sale, no doubt within under 20 days in this particular market. You get it all right, you will get the result and you'll probably get a better result than what you even thought imaginable. So that is the top five reasons why home's don't sell. Thanks for tuning in. This is me, Chris Gilmore.